Welcome to Buy Size Dental Marketing. Today, I have our Chief of Staff, the Head of Client Services, Stephanie. Stephanie, one of the questions we get from new clients and prospective clients is, what do they need to do to help make marketing successful? Or what are some tips that the offices need to execute to help make marketing successful? And a lot of offices have been in, we're with an agency or they've had a marketing partner. And you know, a common theme we hear is they didn't feel supported or they didn't feel heard or they didn't feel understood. And in your experience, how would you articulate what an office needs to do to be successful in working with a marketing partner? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we do hear a lot that they didn't feel something. And I think it's making sure that there's proper expectations set up from the beginning. So there's a couple of things that they can do and help with whenever it comes to their marketing. Um, the first one is really, it takes their time. You know, we need them to be on board with marketing. We sometimes need content from them whenever we are rolling out ads or even on Google My Business, different areas where we're putting their face out there. In order to do that, sometimes we need different kinds of photos. We need them to go grab that team picture. Or sometimes it's nice to have a family photo of the doctor with his wife and kids that we can put on the website to show that he really also has that human side of him in addition to being a great doctor. Um, we ask our offices sometimes, hey, can you go get me some organic photos? And they're usually like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. What do you want me to do? And we tell them, you know, different poses that they can do that feel like there's really a connection being made between them and the patient or one of their team members and the patient, one of their team members at the front desk, handing them paperwork and making it seem like they're welcoming that patient into the office. That's something that we would use on the website or in any of our new patient experience content, just to make sure that we're really showing who they are as people, because no office is the same. And we want to make sure that we are treating them as the individual that they are. It's funny. I think when people say, here, send me photos, they, they have this really high bar of, you know, the glamour shots of the yeah. 90s or something crazy. Like, we just need you to walk up to someone, shake their hand and someone snap a picture of it. We can color grade and fix, mm -hmm. fix all the issues on our side. But I, I think the bar is significantly lower than they think it is. Yeah. Of, of what we can do, you know, in the post editing. But yeah, I think you're right. I, getting just genuine content of someone in the office or when someone dropped cookies off, right. uh, you know, one of the specialists in the area or a patient came in and the dentist hugged them because they've been a patient for 20 years. Like that's the kind of content that we want and, and sending it to us is really impactful. Absolutely. And it needs to be, you know, on a regular basis, there can't be this one group of photos that we get and we put it out there and then we don't do anything else for six months. Like we really need to have that engagement on a consistent level because it does change up the feeling that we're trying to elicit from the potential patients that are out there watching this content. And I think I heard somewhere that it takes like seven times of seeing your brand before someone decides to actually interact with you. So if you showed them the same thing all seven times, that would feel very generic to me. Mm -hmm. And I would want to see a little bit of flavor of you with your patients, you with your team, celebrating a team birthday, having some kind of a team building event, whatever it is, but all of that kind of content matters. And I think sometimes we get really busy in the office. So we forget to go capture those moments or we captured them, but we forgot to send them to the marketing company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're engaged in a marketing team, you got to have great 
content that you're sending them consistently. Yeah, you have to help out with it at least. And I think, you know, the second thing would be having the mindset that there is no magic wand. You know, whenever we have a new office coming in to join us or whenever times are tough at an office, we often get the questions like, well, what can you do to make the phone ring tomorrow? It's like, oh, I wish that I could do Mm -hmm. everything in the world to make the phone ring tomorrow, right? But there is no magic wand to turn on marketing. It takes time for our strategy to develop. It takes time for the SEO to take effect. It takes time to undo what someone else might have done. So we really want to make sure that our offices understand that we don't want to treat everyone the same way. We don't want to flip a switch and, oh, all of a sudden your marketing's on. We want to customize it and tailor it for that particular office. And it does take a minute for things to really kick in. And we start to see the results evolve and the faucets open up or the floodgates open. And, you know, we really try to support offices as much as possible whenever it comes to, you know, a tough time or someone that comes in that's new to pain-free, but maybe had a not great experience in the past. We want to be able to really tailor what we're doing to them to be specific for their office. And that in itself takes strategy and thought and, you know, being able to put something like that in place, it does take a little bit of time. I've started to change how we talk to prospective clients about this. And one of the things I try to be intentful about saying, I'm I'm probably not perfect at it, is that just because you hire a marketing company does not mean you're never going to have another bad month. I believe somewhere out there, there's someone saying that once you hire a marketing company, you'll never have another bad month. And that just, it, it sounds crazy to me that to think that, but I try to articulate to prospective offices that this is very much like investing in the stock market. If you invest and the market goes down, you may have really strong investments, but they may not perform well in a down market. And, and the same is true for marketing. Part of having a marketing team is capturing better highs and, and raising up the floor of what the lows might be. But we are still victims of what happens in the market. We can't capture more market share. We can't protect you from, from mm-hmm. if, if, if everyone else is down 30%, we can knock off you know 15% or 20% or something like that. But it is very challenging to get into an office and you know, we used to say we love getting offices in September, October, because we know that they're going to kill it in November, December, and we're going to look amazing. But the opposite is true, too. When you pick up an account in July or August, and then September comes along and it's not good, they're like, what are you doing for me? And I'm like, well, just because the market's down doesn't mean the marketing is not working. Right. I am also a victim of what happens in the world. Definitely. And I always say, if, if I could beat the market, you would all work for me. I mean, literally every dentist in the world would work for me. I, right. I would own every office out there because I can control the market. Because you figured out that magic trick, right? Because I figured and out the magic trick, yeah. There isn't one. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many things that are outside of our control and all we can try to do is really try to combat those time periods or to complement what's going on in the market, to try to get the brand out there. I mean, there's a million different ways. It's just finding the right one for the right office at the right time. Mm-hmm. I think that's very well said. Well, what's next? Um, I think the last thing is like, we just really all have to be open to learning. You know, we ask our offices a lot of questions. We always ask you how the team is doing, what's going on at the office. We usually start every meeting with how have you been? How has the office been? And it's not because we're just trying to, you know, see if everyone's having a good time or a good day. We're trying to learn from the office. We're trying to understand, is there staff trouble right now? Are there turmoils with patients? Are there really awesome 
cases that we can learn from it. Have you learned something new in CE? Is there new technology? We're really trying to understand so that we can use it for marketing if it's applicable. And I think the other side is true. Like we want our offices to be engaged with what we're doing. We want them to ask questions of us. You know, how is that performing? What have you seen out there? What's the industry doing? Um, how are your other offices feeling about this summer of travel? Whatever it may be, it really needs to be a two-way street and an open conversation. And I think, you know, sometimes what we've seen in the past is, I know marketing's working. I'm good. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad you're good, but can you please still talk to me? Like, I really <laughs> want to understand what's happening and where your head is at and if there's anything new at the office. And that, again, just takes time from our offices and from the people there. And I know sometimes, you know, if the office is busy, it's hard to step away. We love you that you're busy. We really, really do. But we also just want a little bit of the time. I like that you said be open to learning. I think they have to unlearn some things as well sometimes. What SEO means or what yeah. the value of paid media is, you know, getting reviews. And reviews have changed fairly fundamental over the years of the number of reviews is not nearly as important to me as well-written, well-articulated reviews right. with details in it. And the importance of responding to them has changed over time. And I, I think that there's, in the act of learning, I think they have to give up a lot of things they think they knew to uh, uh, approach marketing in 2023 with, with fresh eyes, because our world reinvents itself so often in the marketing realm that, that we constantly have to be learning. And the way that Sari and her team are building ads today are different than they were a few years ago. And even the trends in social media. Before COVID, we wanted our ads to look like ads. We wanted them to be like shiny and get clicks. And, and look. right now, we want them to be more genuine and organic and more natural looking like they're just a general post. And that evolution and that learning and relearning leads to a lot of confusion sometimes in the offices of what, what doing social media means or what doing buying Google ads means. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, there's a couple of things that the offices can do there, like going back to what you said about reviews. We've heard so many times when patients call on the phone that the reason they made their choice was because of the reviews mm -hmm. at the office. It wasn't because of the number of stars. It was because of the content within those reviews. So when we are asking a patient to write a review or we're just having an experience with a patient and they're saying such glowing things, it is our opportunity to say, you know, it'd be really great if you could share that with the rest of the world or DFW or wherever it is that the office is located. And I think that that goes a long way. And then with social media, if we're running ads for you on social media and someone goes to look at your page and it's blank or stock imagery, what mm. kind of disconnect is that? So we need to make sure that we have really healthy content on social media. It may not win you a patient, but they are looking. They're trying to see who you are as a team, who you are as an office and get a feel for you before they even call you. Because if I don't like what I see, I'm not going to call you. I'll go to the next guy on the list. Now, you touched a little bit on the patient experience. What role does that play in marketing? Marketing doesn't even matter if you don't have a good patient experience. <laughs> I can drive a million calls to your office. If we are not answering the phone well, if we are not connecting with that patient on that very first phone call, it's for not. They're going to call someone else. If they're arriving to the office and they sit in the waiting or the lobby for 25 minutes and no one greets them, 
That is not a great first impression. If we don't have electronic forms and you make it really painful for me to give you my information for my appointment, that's not a great first impression. So the experience of the office really matters a lot as far as like how we're walking our patients through our process, how we're presenting treatment, um, all the way to that very, very first phone call. And I think too, it really has an impact on the ability to ask for a review and the ability to ask for a referral. I think, you know, Saria did a presentation a while back where like 27% of people are making buying decisions based on word of mouth. That's significantly more than it was even last year. And I think that it matters a lot whenever someone is telling me they had such a great experience at their office. I am trusting my friend that I too will have that amazing experience. If I don't, I mean, I still love my friend, but it doesn't mean I'm going to return to the office. So I think it really, really makes a difference. As things become popular to do in digital marketing via a certain type of post on social media or a dance on TikTok, as soon as everyone starts doing it, it begins to lose its effectiveness. And But one thing that never has lost effectiveness is good referrals and taking care of patients. And there are practices out there in the world that do such minimal marketing, and they're, very, they're rare, but they, they spend very little on marketing. They keep a website going. They haven't updated it in years, but they're killing it. And it's almost always because they're in a good location and they have people leaving there that are just brand champions of theirs. Mm -hmm. They love them. And that's very hard to do. That's very hard to sustain over the years. But marketing is just making sure you take care of the patients that you have. It's fundamental. It really is. And I mean, all it takes is us being nice human beings. And I know that the day is rushed and we're so busy and we have somebody on the phone and someone in front of us and it's so hard, but just take a moment and really just connect with the person in front of you whenever you're trying to help them check out or welcoming them to the office. And I think we do the same in our personal relationships. We're on our phone at dinner. We could put our phone down and we could have a personal connection with whomever we're having dinner with, right? It's the same philosophy. And I think that it just goes so far. And as a person, when I'm looking for something new, I am asking my friends and family. I am putting in my Facebook group, hey, who can you recommend for this? Or, you know, whether it be dentistry or a makeup artist for your wedding or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's really important to have that really great experience so that more people talk about you. Yeah. When I think of Emily and I and the girls and even, you know, here in the office, Kristen asked me, uh, we were talking about, I have some uh, eczema now and again that flares up. Kristen was like, oh, do you like your dermatologist? And I was like, yeah, she's great. I, you know, I, this is where I go. Now Kristen goes there and mm-hmm. we go to a GI clinic for Sophia that Emily had a friend go to. We are still going out there and doing our research. We're still looking at, we're reading about the doctor. We're making sure that that's the right fit for us, but we are soliciting more referrals from people than ever. And then we're doing our research and right. reading the reviews and making that sure that's the place for us. Because I, I like generally what you like, but I may be looking for something different in my dentist. I may be looking for something different in my primary care or, or. Yeah. so I, I'm still doing my own research, but I'm using that referral as the genesis to look. 
Absolutely. You're just validating what somebody else told you. And like you said, trying to see if it's a good fit for you because you are different people. But the basis of that came from that referral. And the reason mm -hmm. that referral existed is because they really, really enjoy their experience. And we see that so often, even outside of dentistry, you know, we want to feel welcome and feel loved and feel respected and really be going through an efficient process and not waste time. I mean, especially in this world of instant gratification, like we need to feel like the time that we are spending on something is very purposeful and that is in everything that we do. So why not make it really, really awesome for someone? Stephanie, that was well said. That Thank That's you. a good ending point right there. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for having me. This is great. I know. Yeah. I. It's Yay. like a treat. I get to talk to everybody but Stephanie. Oh. Stephanie's too busy. <laughs> Whatever. I only well, rescheduled it seven times. Well, thank you very much. And Stephanie, you're excited to see where you take client services next. Thank you. I'm excited too.